Welcome. You've tuned in to Living the Miracle with hosts Michael and Raphael Tamura. You are meant to live a joy-filled life, and you most certainly can. In this program, you will learn simple yet powerful psychic tools to help you fulfill your soul's purpose in this world. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Tamura and Raphael Tamura. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. I'm Raphael. And I'm Michael. The purpose for our show is to awaken souls, develop intuition, and fulfill purpose. Well, hello, hello again to each and every one of you listening today or in the future if you're listening to a recording. Today we have a show for you about the most important ingredient in any relationship, in any creative endeavor, in any kind of healing, and in, as a matter of fact, living itself. It is hello. No matter what language you speak, no matter who you are, no matter what you do, without some kind of hello, nothing, and I do mean nothing, can really happen. Without a hello, there is no relationship. Without a hello, you can't create anything. In truth, without a hello in some form, you wouldn't be alive here in this world. So today we're exploring what this most common, ordinary greeting is, why it's essential to living your life here on Earth and probably everywhere else in the universe, and the various ways you can say hello every day to not only stay alive, but to thrive. We're calling this episode, Hello, the Miracle of Sharing Your Joy of Communication. I would like to recite to you the words, some words to a song, which I'll explain afterwards. Hello, it's me. I was wondering if after all these years you'd like to meet, to go over everything. They say that time's supposed to heal ya, but I ain't done much healing. Those are the opening lyrics from British singer-songwriter Adele's global record-smashing 2015 hit ballad that she wrote with the producer of the song, Greg Kirsten. Hello, both the word as a greeting and this song gets right to the point. In the song, the narrator might be calling an ex who now lives on the other side of the ocean or is trying to reach an old friend from whom she's drifted away, or she might even be calling out to the person she once was, if you can imagine that, or to a cherished loved one who passed away and is now in spirit. She can even be speaking from the other side as the spirit trying to contact a loved one still living in the world. Incredibly well written, the song touched the heart and soul of millions of people around the world with its universal appeal. After all, Who amongst us hasn't tried or at least thought of countless times to say hello from the other side of some kind of rift in a relationship that we longed to heal? And right in the last line of her first verse, she reveals that without a hello, even the age-old wisdom that time heals all wounds doesn't seem to work. 
For time to heal your inner wounds, it requires you to first say hello from the other side of whatever fractured the relationship to forgive and reconnect with your own soul. So, once again, hello, hola, guten tag, grazie, bonjour, konnichiwa, hello, ciao, ni hao, or however you say hello in whichever of the 7,100 languages spoken in the world today. Hello from here to wherever you may be. And for those of you who might wish to explore the many hit songs about hello, there's a good blog about 45 such tunes on the website called Spin Diddy. <laughs> I like that name, Spin Diddy. Easy one to remember. In truth, there really isn't any song or piece of music that isn't some form of hello, is there? So is every kind of art form, whether it's a painting, sculpture, dance, or some kind of writing. Communication is so essential to our very being that we really can't be without some sort of communication. Even if we might believe that we don't want to communicate or that we deliberately are refusing to talk to someone, we are already communicating by our very being. If we are we are expressing who we are at all times. Of course, we've all felt the chill of someone giving us the cold shoulder sometime in our lives. I think that's a universal experience, don't you? They were refusing to even acknowledge our existence, but why did we feel hurt or not recognized? By their very refusal to speak to us, they told us where they were in relationship to us, right? Yes, the message was loud and clear. Even the refusal to say hello is communication. We just cannot not communicate ourselves even if we tried. So why not be proactive about it? Even if we don't want to communicate with someone or we feel that we just don't have the time at the moment to do so, a hello will at least validate that we don't wish to or can't communicate more than that at the moment. Someone saying to you, hello, I don't want to talk to you, may still feel hurtful to you, but at least it maintains some space for further communication between the two of you, if not at that time or place. It keeps the energy flowing for both of you. But to refuse to say at least a hello creates a conflict in the person refusing to communicate because that person is already communicating at the same time refusing to communicate. A simple hello at the very least will acknowledge to yourself that you are already communicating rather than being in denial that you are communicating what you are communicating Sounds complicated, but it isn't. This is where relationships become more challenging for those who are more psychically aware or sensitive, which I think comprises most of our listening audience. For those of us who are more aware of all the psychic communication that is always happening, it often is much more challenging when a person outwardly denies saying anything while inwardly they're beating you up with their unspoken psychic communication or even a more common experience for all you sensitive souls out there, 
might be times where a person outwardly says all the right niceties to you while inwardly judging and criticizing you up one side and down the other. It's a way that many who want to appear polite or politically correct feel they can jab you psychically but can't be called on it because, quote-unquote, psychic energy doesn't exist. If you felt or heard their insults or criticism, you're just imagining things. And you probably should take your medication. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It took me a while, even after the years of my psychic training, to realize how often throughout my life I had responded to what the other person only communicated to me psychically and not verbally. Actually, Michael had to point this out to me numerous times. Uh, Good thing he was with me to, to teach me that. All too often, if I did that, the other person would deny how I responded to them had anything to do with what they wanted or expected from me or with how they felt or thought about me. But there were times when some of my friends would validate exactly my response to them. That kind of reaction was the lesser of two evils for me. The other reaction I would get whenever I responded to their psychic messaging rather than their verbal one was anger and resentment. For a long time, I didn't know what I had done or said to upset them. Finally, I became aware that whatever, whenever that happened, I was responding to their unspoken wish, criticism, or even threat. I'm sure many of you have done the same thing unknowingly many times in your lives as well. Remember, everyone is communicating psychically all of the time, whether they are aware of it or not, or whether they want to admit it. If you are even somewhat more aware of your psychic awareness, you can be trying to solve the many mixed messages that people send out every day. Well, that manifests in countless number of ways in everyday life for many people. Until I became aware that I was responding to how people around me were feeling, I often found myself trying to deal with why I was feeling the way I was feeling because it didn't correspond to how I was at that time. For example, I'd be perfectly happy until someone would walk into the room I was in or start to talk to me. They didn't upset me or act or say anything outwardly that would diminish my happiness, yet I found my experience of happiness replaced by other feelings. The feelings could range from sadness to anger to fear for seemingly no reason at all. We all intuitively know ourselves. So we know at any given time where we really are. Then, when we are feeling or what we, are, we might be thinking doesn't resonate with our intuitive knowing of where we are in truth, we can't understand the discrepancy. There's something hinky going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> how we are aware of that isn't through a logical intellectual process. So we can't explain it either to ourselves or anybody else. Especially as children, we might get stuck feeling like we don't know what to do or we can't do anything about it. And we generally can't 
get communication about it because most people aren't quite aware enough of what's really going on. All right. Well, of course, it's not a laughing matter for us at those times. And if we don't find some answers, those stuck places within us remain stuck only to surface from time to time when we're adults. And we assume there's nothing we can do about it at the time either because we, could, we didn't know what to do about it when we were kids. It's preserved in memory. So we still, when we get to that, we still don't know what to do with it, even though we do. So that question, you know, what's wrong with me? So many people live their lives that way. But you don't have to continue to do that. The secret, once again, is to first say hello. A hello opens the door to every kind of healing on any level. When we're willing to say hello, we open the door inward to our inner self and truth. All answers become available to us when we say hello. Without the willingness to initiate communication, that door necessarily remains closed. Yet, once we say hello in some way, boom, it's like that magic open sesame that unlocks the gateway to the treasures of spirit within us. What do we really mean when we talk about saying hello? Often, we neglect to question what seems too simple or obvious. I mean, isn't saying hello just saying Hello? Hello? Hi. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Ciao. In whatever language you speak, saying hello is just the most common greeting to say to people. Yeah. When you meet them, hello. Right? Well, yes and no. Yes, hello itself is just a word that we use to greet each other. Nonetheless, why do we say some kind of hello to greet someone, whether we're passing a stranger on the street or getting together with a dear friend for some catch-up chat, or even when we answer a phone call? A greeting is first an acknowledgement that you are. When you say hello to someone, you're essentially saying, I am here now, and you are here now. By uttering this little five-letter word, or its equivalent in any language, we're acknowledging the beingness of both ourselves and those we are saying hello to. In India, saying namaste, often with your hands together in a prayer position, has been a common form of greeting for a long time. It's not only an acknowledgement, an expression of respect, but the deeper significance is that by greeting someone in this manner, you're communicating, I see you for who you truly are. I am saying hello as the light of spirit that I am to the same undivided light of spirit that I see and acknowledge you are. Every greeting is meant to be this acknowledgement of the truth that although we may appear quite different in so many ways on the surface and the way we each express our beingness, we are 
now and forever, undivided and one as the same light that we are. In Hawaii, the common form of greeting has long been to say aloha to one another. In the Maori language of the indigenous people of New Zealand, it's been aroha. There are just two slight variations on the same seed sounds making up the origin of the two ancient languages. It's interesting to note that in the Japanese language, the R sound in English and other languages turn more into a, an L sound. So if a native Japanese speaker learned aroha from a Maori elder, for instance, she'd most likely pronounce it more like it's said in Hawaiian, aloha. Either way, the seed sounds of the language convey multiple deeper meanings. This may be difficult for those who grew up speaking a more modern language that may not have been based directly on the seed sounds that the universe is based on. At this level of language, meaning is intrinsic to the experience of certain frequencies of energy. In spirit, as we mention often on this show, there is no time or space. That means there's no perception or change. There's no experience of linear movement or an intellectually logical progression of events. Simply put, spirit is. It has no beginning or ending. Spirit life, therefore, is unchanging and eternal and without limits or conditions. Language is unnecessary for there's no need for communication between two seemingly separate entities. There's only oneness. For us humans or spirit incarnated here into what you might assume are individual minds and physical bodies, herein lies the challenge. We're coming from beyond time and space into a world built on the perception of time and space. Now, in order to experience our true nature as spirit of undivided oneness, we need to communicate with our own inner beingness as well as with each other. We definitely have to learn to say hello. Not just the usual thrown around the word of greeting, but to actually have the experience of true spirit-to-spirit -spirit communication. We're coming upon our first break, and this is the time we like to make announcements for work that we are doing. Make sure to check out our website. It is michaeltamora.com for all our upcoming events, and you can get all the details for the next teleclass in our popular ongoing series which is called you might be more psychic than you think and it's coming up on saturday july 23rd from 10 a.m to noon pacific time this one will help you feel better have more clarity and express your creativity it is titled specifically your chakras and your creative expression energy work for tuning up your chakras Join us and have fun taking your next step. And one other thing, when you get on our website, be sure to sign up to be on our mailing list. We'd love to let you know what we're doing. In just a bit, we'll continue with Hello, the Miracle of Sharing Your Joy of Communication. We will be right back. Be 
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you love living the miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora, you'll love their teleclasses, seminars, and retreats. Check out their upcoming events at MichaelTamora.com forward slash events. The best book ever. Transformational. Incredible information. One of the best books I've ever read. Inspirational. A must read for anyone interested in accomplishing their purpose. That's what readers around the world are saying about You Are the Answer. The award-winning book by Michael J. Tamora. Beloved spiritual teacher and clairvoyant visionary. Order your copy now at Amazon.com. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. Find out more about everything that they offer at michaeltamura.com. And be sure to sign up for their free monthly newsletter. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Hey, we're happy to have you back. For those of you just joining us, today's topic has been... Hello, the miracle of sharing your joy of communication. And if you are just joining us, um, also you can listen to the recording of this afterwards because I think the beginning part of this show is pretty good. Uh, Good information anyway. What miracles might happen when you share your joy of saying hello? Let's find out some more. Yeah, well, before the break, I was talking about, you know, you just can't, the, the real hello. Uh, it's not just the word, but and it's not just saying hello, hello, hey, or even namaste because yeah. some of the meaning uh, oh, is yeah. off of that. Yeah, in when I was traveling through India and everything, you know, I re- most people greeted me as with namaste, and some of them totally they were experiencing that the meaning of namaste of hello, and others were just like you know sometimes you go to a a store and the harried clerk is saying hello to everybody. Hello, 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 hello. How's your name? Hello, hello. Yeah, paper or plastic. What? <laughs> <laughs> and and it's it's almost like a more like a brush off. Like I'm busy. Hurry up and you know keep going, like that. But hello is not that. Hello, there has to be not just the word. It's not an intellectual concept. It's it's an experience. There has to be the experience of hello. So hello, namaste, aroha, aloha, konnichiwa, whatever. The single undivided spirit light that I am sees and welcomes the same undivided spirit light that you are. Ah, that's the hello in whatever language in whatever form in whatever way you say hello to 
not only someone, but to yourself, to the wall, to the air, whatever. Everything communicates. So human language began by putting together these <clears throat> seed sounds of spirit moving through the universe. Those who were able to directly experience these sounds translated them into the closest sounds that could be uttered physically through their vocal mechanisms. When the undivided spirit enters into the divided nature of this universe, it becomes an alternating current of vibratory waves we now call energy. Experienced directly, different frequencies look, sound, and feel different. Original languages were developed on the essential seed sounds of spirit energy in the universe. This is part of the background of the well-known Zen Koan. What is the sound of one hand clapping? <laughs> in this divided world, we can only perceive the sound of two things opposing each other. So intellectually, the Zen question makes no sense at all. It's not meant to be answered intellectually. The answer is what the student has to directly experience beyond the appearances of this universe. This koan has essentially the same basis as why the Sanskrit, in the Sanskrit language, the heart chakra is called anahata, which means unstruck chord. Hmm. It's the same as the sound of one hand clapping. Saying hello in the Maori language or aroha, the primary seed syllable sounds are aro, ha, and oha. The ah and o sounds by themselves here are particles that influence the other seed sound meanings. Aro can mean life principle, paying attention, thought, or the front of something, or to face something. Ro can mean within, inner, or seeing one's inner beingness. Ha, breath of life, vital energy. And then Oha also means givingness, abundance, and sharing of wealth. So when you say aroha as a greeting, you're bringing your attention and the awareness of not only yourself, but the other person to look within and recognize the life that they are and share it with one another. In Hawaiian, aloha is the experience of the presence of divine breath or life within each of us. It's also one of the words for love, as in aloha wa ioe, or I love you. You can, all, you can say hello in any way you like, but remember what the true purpose for doing so is. Hello is not just a repetition of a simple word, but a direct experience of your inner spirit and the spirit within the other. That is spirit-to-spirit -spirit communication. And the, that way of communicating dissolves 
all the walls of isolation that you might have built up around your soul in the vain effort to protect yourself. But that type of protection only isolates you further away, not only from others, but especially from your own experience of yourself. The real miracle of sharing your joy of communication is your experience of limitless and endless joy and celebration of life. Because only through communicating and sharing your joy can you experience your joy of life. Yes, hello is very, very powerful. And I wanted to give a kind of an example using uh, my own life experience with hello because so many of you have been where I'm about to talk about. And that is, as a little child, I was what people called really shy. But the fact of the matter was, is I think there was a misinterpretation about what I really was. And the fact is that when a person would come up to me, and I I remember back to my very earliest childhood, I would shrink away. And Unfortunately, these days, um, psychology is wanting to make shyness an illness of some sort, a mental illness. But believe me when I tell you, most shyness really has to do with the child being extremely sensitive to energy. So if a person approaches a child and they climb in their space, their energy goes from them into that little child that child is going to feel that and shrink back. I remember so many times when that happened. And I would hear my parents explain to people, oh, don't worry, she's just very shy. And it wasn't that I didn't want to talk to people at all. I wanted to. But I didn't like how I felt when someone's energy came on to me. And this affected me for a great deal of my life. Um, I've always said that Michael is the Uh, Not shy one between us, but he said he was also shy as a child or labeled as shy. And I'm sure it was for exactly the same reasons. Mm -hmm. So what I have found over the many, many years I've been doing clairvoyant readings, especially on the phone, in person, this part is a little easier because you see that person's body. They're sitting right in front of you. And just just by being together, that's kind of a hello you know, where there's an agreement, I'm with you, you're with me. That's sort of a hello. Mm -hmm. But, um, of course, in the past three years, especially really for me about the past 10 years, I moved from doing in-person sessions to on the phone, and many times I'm talking to people I've never met before in the physical. Of course, I meet them in spirit for weeks before my reading, (laughs) and a lot of times they hear about some of the fun dreams they have about me. But... I find that as long as there's a willingness within me to open up to a hello, as well as being able to say hello to that stranger on the other side of the uh, line and open that space for communication, everything goes really smoothly in the readings. Even if the person is really a shutdown person, they've had a lot of pain and you know experiences where you know, they, they don't really trust people very easily. I have found that just simple ways to say hello, it opens people's heart chakras. And have it. they become, in a sense, a, a lot more safe feeling to themselves and to me. And 
that's one of the things that I really, really appreciate because of that innate, quote unquote, shyness or sensitivity to other people's energy and the tools that I've learned over all these years in practice, I'm able to handle most of the time, even the most difficult attention, like when somebody's angry with me or or they're wanting something from me that I don't want to give them, like too much of my money or whatever, <laughs> which happened recently. Um, and that's another nice thing about, you know, being psychic is, you know, when that's going on, even before something arrives in your mailbox or, or inbox. So for those of you who are shy out there, um, that's just you trying to protect yourself from the psychic energy you don't know how to handle. Our spiritual teacher, Louis Bostwick, uh, used to say, one of my jobs, he said, is to find that healer that's put himself or herself under a rock, kick the rock off, and teach him how to live in this world. And I was one of those under the rock, <laughs> most definitely, even though I was trying to come out from under the rock by being trying to perform on stage with music and that sort of thing. It was always still a very tentative experience for me until I got my certainty that, you know, people just want to love the person on the stage. You know, that's another one. That hello from the person on the stage to you and the hello back from you to that person on the stage. That energy really let's say winds up a lot of love or can anyway. Yeah, in the course of, you know, saying hello, there's so many, you know, I, when I think about miracles, there's not a single miracle that I've ever experienced or seen or heard about that didn't come out of some type of hello. Some type of communication. In my personal experiences of miracles, it's right straight across the board. It always starts with a hello. And in fact, a lot of times it starts with literally, hello, <laughs> those words, that word. And um, uh, Raphael was mentioning earlier that, you know, I felt I felt shy when I was a kid. And therefore, I felt like, okay, I, I wasn't as outgoing in terms of people I didn't know. At home, it was fine. But, and amongst my friends, fine. But in the beginning, well, how do you, how do you make friends, <laughs> right? And so, but just like Raphael, I, inside, that's all I wanted to do was communicate. I just wanted to communicate with everyone, and and um, yet when I got around people, especially strangers, uh, you know, wh what do I say? <laughs> I, there's, I, my mind would go blank. I, I just didn't have anything to say, I thought. But as soon as they go away, <laughs> oh, there's a lot of things I wanted to communicate about. <laughs> what was that? Just exactly like Raphael was talking about. It's not knowing how to manage someone else's energy. And especially in a world where most people don't know how to manage their own energy. So their energy tends to be all over the place. And the more stressful life gets for people, the more, more scary life is, the, the, the unhappier, not fun life is for people, 
then their energy starts to get, you know, heavier and more serious and angrier and whatnot. So all that energy is flying around. Why? Because generally a person doesn't know how important saying hello is. And, and saying hello, you can't say hello to someone else unless you're able to say hello to yourself first, your inner self. Ah, that's what it was with, with being not able to, you know, initiate the conversation, initiate the communication with uh, strangers. I run into their energy and, and kind of, it's like a wall, boom. And I hit the wall and all I can think of is the wall and not, not the communication. And I remember really when, when that broke through was was um, I just knew. It wasn't like I wanted to talk to this person, but I just knew I had to talk to this stranger and walk up and say hello. And once I did that, it was great because all I had to do was say hello and the whole conversation starts. And I'm sure Michael has more to say about that, but we're coming upon our second break. Boy, that was really fast. (laughs) So here is another time of our announcements. Mark your calendars on Saturday, July 30th and Sunday, July 31st. We are offering an extraordinary remote four teleclass weekend event with a bonus Zoom post-class Q&A talk story and social following the last teleclass on Sunday and an additional special bonus Zoom dolphin meditation and post-class Q&A talk story and social on the Monday following this event. Although we won't be in Hawaii at this time, we will next year, but this year we're not going to be in Hawaii. So we'll celebrate the spirit of aloha remotely wherever you are. The topics for the teleclass or for the teleclasses will be as follows. Starting on Saturday, July 30th, we have In Search of Oneness, Your Path of Healing. That's the first teleclass. And the second teleclass, these are two-hour teleclasses. Building the Bridge to God's Love, Your Psychic Communication. And then the Sunday teleclasses on July 31st are Establishing Heaven on Earth, Your Intuition and Making Spirit Real. And the second one is, this is a fun title, Buying Back Your Soul, Trusting Your Inner Voice. Plus, anyone who attends any one or more of the teleclasses during this weekend will be able to join us for not one but two bonus Zoom post-class Q&A talk story and socials One shortly after the end of the final teleclass on Sunday and the other that will include a special dolphin meditation on Monday following the weekend from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Pacific time. That's just for the Monday one. All the other times and details to sign up, you can go to our July events calendar at michaeltamora.com or call our office at 1530-926-2650 weekdays and speak to our assistant, Debbie during business hours specific time. We'll return in just a couple of minutes to continue with Hello, the miracle of sharing your joy of communication. We'll be right back.
follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. Find out more about everything that they offer at MichaelTamura.com. And be sure to sign up for their free monthly newsletter. The best book ever. Transformational, incredible information. One of the best books I've ever read. Inspirational, a must read for anyone interested in accomplishing their purpose. That's what readers around the world are saying about You Are the Answer. The award winning book by Michael J. Tomorrow, beloved spiritual teacher and clairvoyant visionary. Order your copy now at Amazon.com. If you love Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora, you'll love their teleclasses, seminars, and retreats. Check out their upcoming events at michaeltamora.com forward slash events. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Listening to Living the Miracle, Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1 888 346 9141. Again, that's 1 888 346 9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Welcome back and hello again. Yes, we've been exploring how even a simple hello can open up the space for you to experience a miracle as you share your joy of communicating. This is a topic that definitely requires further inquiry, so let's carry on. Well, I was talking about in the last segment about very shy or very extra sensitive people to communication, but we know everyone even sensitive people have that one or two caustic person in their life that no matter how, you know, how hard you try to handle their energy, it's just really difficult. <laughs> and so part of the tools that we teach in our classes, as well as, you know, often on the radio show, if you haven't listened to a bunch of our other radio shows, we, we have taught them in those radio shows, grounding being in the center of your head, being a body of glass, not letting people get to you just because they are the way they are. And, you know, in the way you're letting someone be. I have a few of those caustic people in the periphery of my life, and I love them dearly, but they're caustic. <laughs> and I don't want to have their energy in my space or anything like that. But also, I see they are a human being struggling in this world, and, and their causticness is how they deal with it. And when you start to realize that caustic people are the way they are because of their experience and their lack of knowledge on how to handle energy themselves, it becomes a little easier to have to handle that caustic person when and if they have to come around and communicate with you. So I wanted to segue this comment to an experience I had about, I I don't know, I think it was 11 years ago at this point. Um, I joined a group to learn much more about how to promote the work that we were doing because we were up in Mount Shasta and kind of isolated. So I wanted to learn how to 
to get people to hear about us more. So the group I joined was one uh, run by a man by the name of Steve Harrison. It was called Quantum Leap. Yeah, like the old TV show. But the name of the, his his group, it's a, all about promoting yourself and learning this. And I went to Philadelphia once, once a month to um, take his class and learn all about how to, how to do um, promotions. And one of my favorite things was right at the very beginning of the whole experience. It was the first, I think it was even the first day of our lectures, is he had everyone get up and get into a circle, and then we were to walk around and say hello to each other. And by the way, I also had a similar exercise I did uh, at the beginning of my psychic training, where you had to break the ice somehow. And, you know, we were all strangers coming from all different parts of the world. It wasn't just the U.S. You know, I came from California to Philadelphia. There were people that were from Europe and all kinds of other places. And there were about, I don't know, several hundred people, maybe 300 people in the room. So there were a lot of people to say hello to. And he would, Steve, would, who was running this thing, was having us do this periodically through the, the 12 months that we were getting together. But what I noticed even after the first one was suddenly after we all said hello to one another, and it's like that, the barriers and the protection that everybody puts up of, oh, that's a stranger over there. I can't, you know, get close to them or say hello or whatever uh, reservations they're picking up from that person or that they have themselves like I did, you know, uh, just feeling pretty sensitive and a little shy, saying hello, 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 and looking into people's eyes. That was the other things, looking into their eyes. One of the times I think he had us walking around to each other and shaking hands and saying hello. So there's actually physical, physical contact. And that breaks down the barriers and, and you find out more and more that all the other people in this class are in a way just like you. They're there for to learn something and there is a place for all of us to be in that space of oneness under the training of this man. It was a great experience. I loved it. And then when it, of course, many years ago when I had it in my psychic training, it was to be aware that psychic energy can affect you. And even when you get close to another person's body, you can feel the energy emanating from them. Like I was talking about, sometimes it's caustic. <laughs> and that person doesn't even know it. One man I knew that wasn't in my psychic training, but in a workplace I worked in, the way he protected himself is there was there were constant daggers of energy coming out of him. And whenever he walked by my desk, I used to take it really personally. But that was just what he threw out. And when I started saying hello to him and getting to know him, that stopped, which I thought was really interesting. And that hello, you know, a lot of times uh, uh, people think that you can't say hello unless the other person is listening, or you can't say hello if if the person is thousand miles away and and your phone is uh, your battery on the phone is dead, <laughs> or, or whatever, right? And, and or even you can't say hello if the person is a patient in a hospital in a coma. Oh, or. The person is a little baby who hasn't learned to speak the same language 
uh, in words that you speak. No. And anyone who who communicates regularly with their cat or dog or guinea pig or whatever knows you don't need English or German or French or Japanese or any kind of a language to communicate with your animal friend, right? No, but they hear you. Oh, the same goes with someone who outwardly looks like they're in a coma or they're sleeping. You don't have to yell at them to try to reach them. No, you don't even have to say words. You don't have to speak out loud if someone's at a distance because the real communication is between you as that spirit light that you are and the other person or the other animal or whatever, even a tree that you're communicating with. You're communicating to that spirit that's being whatever the other is. And then where does the miracle come from? It's in that communication, exactly like Raphael said in her experience with this class uh, uh, practice of just going out and saying hello to each person. You don't have to talk, uh, you know, give a dissertation. You don't have to talk about the weather even, just saying hello to each person. The barriers start to fall apart between the two of you. And what are the barriers? Oh, the barriers start because in your mind, you think you're different than the other person. You think that I'm me and you're you, that never the twain shall meet until you say hello, you recognize, oh, they're the same spirit light that you are. Everyone is. And the minute you recognize, the minute one of you recognizes it, the walls of separation start to, and the isolation start to dissolve. And that light, that life starts to become present between you. So there, there is no disconnect between the yes. two of you. You start to re restore yourselves, each of yourselves, to that wholeness, that undivided limitlessness of life, of spirit. And as you do so, ah, that's where the miracle shows up. Because as you know, every miracle in some way, shape, or form is a healing. If it's not a healing, it's not a miracle, right? We call something a miracle because we experience more freedom. We experience more truth. We experience more life, more joy, more healing, more of the totality of our beingness instead of being just a fragment. So anytime something happens where, wow, this is a miracle. Hey, guess what? The energy at which you were living before the miracle and afterwards, completely different, isn't it? You might have been down in the dumps. You might have been in total fear or whatever. But then the miracle happens and, whoa, you're in joy. You're, you're in laughter. You're, you're alive, way more alive. Huh? What's the miracle? Uh, the miracle is the Imagine separation, imagine differences 
you know, just because outside how we express ourselves may be vastly different. But inside, in our innermost being, we're the same. And a hello is the first step and the last step to recognize that sameness. Ah, to recognize the truth that there's only one truth, which means there's only one of us. On the outside, oh, the one of us is expressing that oneness, that beingness, that life differently through the vehicles of our bodies, of our species, of our, you know, whether you're a plant or or an animal, or human, whatever. Ah, we express ourselves differently. Our auras are different colors and different qualities. And then amongst humans, what Raphael is talking about with some people are kind of caustic and ah, daggers sticking out. Yeah, they're scared. And who are they scared of? You. <laughs> Why would they have to be scared of you when you're not out to hurt them? Ah, they've already been hurt and they haven't healed themselves. So they're going, okay, don't, don't come close to me. I'm going to you know, stab you if you come close to me. Okay, you can, you, you don't have to go and hug him or anything. <laughs> but even if it's not a, uh, uh, what do you call it, a, a safe things to do to start talking out loud to that person, because some people are pretty, you know, on the edge. You can say hello in, secretly inside from spirit to their, who they are as spirit, and you will see something start to change for the better. So I wanted to add one more thing to that. Uh, Michael mentioned earlier about saying hello when even if someone's on the other side. And this is a really important thing because um, some of you, when someone in your life passes away and you haven't finished your business with them, Mm. it feels like a big hole in your heart. And you can sit down quietly and close your eyes and be in a meditative place and send a hello to that person and tell them, kind of telepathically, you don't have to say it out loud, what was on your mind and what you'd like to say to them. And you'll feel their presence. And usually most people on the other side who hear a hello like that will give their forgiveness. So be aware of that. Anyway, we're at the end of our show already. I can't hardly believe it. Thank you so much for joining us. We are ever grateful that we get to spend this time with you. Join us again next Wednesday for Share Your Joy of Certainty and Offer the Miracle of Empowerment. You don't have to be a public authority to offer the miracle of empowerment to others. You might just need a bit of certainty in who you are as spirit to do that. Tune in and find out more. Remember our next teleclass, your chakras and your creative expression, energy work for tuning up your chakras on Saturday, July 23rd from 10 a.m. to noon Pacific time as part of our You Might Be More Psychic Than You Think series. Also check out our remote mini retreat event with four teleclasses and two special bonus Zoom post-class Zoom sessions coming up on Saturday and Sunday, July 30th and 31st with the second Zoom session of Monday the 1st, a weekend so. It's called A Weekend of Celebrating the Spirit of Aloha. 
For all the details, check our website, events calendar for July 2022, and our newsletters and social media pages. Until then, be inspired, use your imagination, and follow your intuition joyfully. This is Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. We'll see you next week. We appreciate your joining us today. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura can be heard live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we talk again next week, remember to wake up to who you are. It's your purpose here on Earth.